Turn my headphone down a little bit. Yeah. 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 Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. By the time you hear this, it is the day after Christmas. But today is Christmas Day, and I'm here recording for y'all. So disrespectful. Wrong button. <laughs> Wrong button again. As you can tell, I am off. My mind is mentally on fuck it. It is Christmas Day. I have done nothing all day but watch NBA basketball and paint shoes, so I'm drained. Um <laughs> but I'm here anyway. Uh, Yannick Hate said he come through, man. Fuck it. Last episode of the year. I said last week it would be the last one, but this one I didn't think I could get it, but we got it. So we're here. It's a lot of shit to talk about, man. A lot of shit to talk about. Um, firstly, Merry Christmas. I hope everybody got what they wanted. Um, one of the things I love about Christmas every year since social media has become a thing is watching videos of the little kids opening their gifts. I love that. All the parents, salute to y'all for all the hard work y'all do all year. And uh, making sure y'all babies have great Christmases. I know they appreciate it. We appreciate it. And we all appreciate watching it. The people without kids, they make you sad, but it make you happy at the same time because it make you reminisce the days and when you was that little kid getting Ninja Turtles. That's how old I am. I, I got original Ninja Turtles, nigga. <laughs> I got the original turtle, right? 93. What y'all talking about? Not the remake. Nah, I got the original Leonardo shit, the toys that didn't even move. Nigga. The shits was stiff. You lose the piece the first day. You choke on the motherfuckers. But now, kids don't play with toys no more. They want games. So, I get it. Um, today was a pretty interesting day on social media. It was a lot of uh, a lot of love this year, man. Last year, it didn't seem like it was so much love. A lot of people are in happy relationships. And that's beautiful. You know, and I want to also salute to myself. I'm in a happy relationship now. And to all you motherfuckers that said you're going to end up alone and you ain't never going to find the girl you're looking for and you too picky and all this bullshit, suck my dick because guess what? Founder! Are you done? <laughs> ah, you're bad. You're bad. Are you done? Ah, yeah, a founder. So now what? What the fuck are you going to say? Oh, it's like our ass though. Yeah, it is. Shut up. <laughs> it is gonna fucking last, bitch. I don't want your fucking ugly ass with your babies. Give me babies. The fucking dog. I don't want you and your kids. Bye. You and your two babies or whatever the fuck you got. Your divorces, your past, all your past shit. I don't want none of that. So yes, I didn't settle. I waited, bitch. Okay, it took three years, but it worked. It worked. I know what the fuck I was doing. I know what I'm doing for myself. What the fuck wrong with y'all? Y'all single, telling me what the fuck to do. Figure it out. You learn now. Now you should learn from me what to do. Be picky. Yes, be picky. Fuck who you got to fuck in between, but don't cuff nothing until you sure this is it. Okay? So, moving forward, I just had to, I had to do that. I've been trying to, I've been wanting to get that off for weeks. But I had to, had to you know, you know that'd be easier. I don't want to go too crazy. My girl do listen to the show. Thank you. Hey, baby, how you doing? She listens. She supports me. You know what I'm saying? She in her car right now listening to me. Yeah. Yeah, nigga, you can't even get your girl to post your mixtape. 
<laughs> all right, so moving on. We got topics now. All right, so Travis Scott. Travis Scott is uh, performing at the Super Bowl. People are upset about this. I understand it. Today, Cardi B said she will not be doing the Super Bowl. So salute to Cardi. <laughs> Cardi said she's not doing it. She supports Colin Kaepernick. Cool. Um, Meek Mill and Jay-Z are upset at Travis Scott. And I understand that. I get it. But I feel like, as a Travis fan, when you hit Travis Scott doing a Super Bowl, if it wasn't all this Kaepernick shit and NFL racism shit going around, you'd be like, that's fucking lit. Travis Scott at the Super Bowl is hard. So we're going to drop a bomb for that. But at the same time, you're going to throw Travis in the tub because, nigga. Now, me personally, I've said we don't know what Travis is going to do. He's a wild nigga. His shows are wild. He's a wild boy. Yes, he's in the Kardashian clan, but not really because his girl is a general. She's not a Kardashian. Although her daddy's weird. I've seen this nigga on Instagram today in a full fucking lace front. And I want to tell you, ladies, every time y'all wear a lace front, y'all look like uh, 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 Kylie Jenner daddy. All you bitches look like Kylie, Kylie Jenner daddy. Whatever his name is, Bruce or, or, or Caitlyn, whatever the fuck that shim nigga is, y'all look like that nigga every time y'all put that lace front bullshit on. Stop wearing them fucking wigs for 2019. We sick of them shits. Men don't like them. Why do y'all continue to glue this shit on your fucking scalp? Why? Men don't like it. We don't like it. We don't like it. Y'all keep fucking doing it. We don't like wigs. We don't like wigs. We don't like them. You look like your aunt. You're 24 years old. You're not bald, bitch. You don't have alopecia. You don't have cancer. Why the fuck do you have a wig on? I cannot stress this shit enough. I'm not being a hater. It looks bad. It look, doesn't look good. Me and my brother went to King's Plaza Sunday just to do some last minute shit, and it was wigs galore. And he was like, yo, did, did you, it don't even look like it's real anymore. They don't give a fuck. They just put the shit on and leave the house. Underneath that shit has to look crazy. But it's like, if you don't give a fuck how your real hair look, and your wigs still look trash, that means your hair under this double trash, because goddamn. Moving forward, like I was saying, Travis Scott is in the fucking Super Bowl. He's going to do a show. I feel... Travis Scott, he's doing a uh, set with Maroon 5. I feel Travis is going to do something very powerful, very powerful for black people. He's from Houston. He knows about police bullshit. Um, I don't believe his OGs would allow him to take such a, uh, take such a high risk, especially with the year he's having with the Grammy nominations and the double platinum album and the number one song in the country. I don't see Travis Scott taking that without a purpose. I don't. So we're just going to have to wait and see. The Super Bowl is not till February. Um, he has a lot of time. He's going to be off tour around that time. He's restarting his tour in, uh, I believe, March. And I'm going to see Travis this time at the Garden or the Barclays or both. I don't know. But I'm not missing it this time. Fuck that. I missed it the first time. I'm not missing it again. That's my fucking favorite artist. Him and Kendrick. I can't miss it. So that's what's going on with Travis. We're going to see. Uh, Cardi being offset. Last week, I told y'all niggas, she was going back. They were spotted together in Puerto Rico on a jet ski, looking happy to the motherfucker. Offset was dancing to Michael Jackson over the weekend. He doesn't seem to be stressed anymore. Cardi got on live and said the photographer at the jet ski spot was the instructor. And he was like, oh, can I take a picture, you guys? You look great. He sold it to TMZ. Cardi, duh. The fuck are you? Are you duh? But there's no pictures. You tell your security, take that nigga phone. You don't take, we not, this ain't supposed to be out. But it is what it is. It happened. You knew she was going back. Like, bitch, where you going? Where you going to go get another nigga? How, how long you go to that's going to take? Your baby's like little. She ain't even walking yet. She need to be around her daddy. 
He cheated. So what? Did you go cheat back or shut up? I don't understand women. Like, if a nigga go cheat, if you're not going to leave, all you're going to do is bitch and then go back. If you know you're going to go back, you know you're going to go back. Only you know this. So go do it. Go do the same shit. Go cheat back. The fuck? Go fuck Meek. I'm pretty sure he would not reject you. There's a lot of rap niggas that want to fuck Hardy. Let, let, let them niggas have that ball. Yeah, I fucked your baby mama. So what? So what? If you really loved her and she fuck another nigga, you got to take her back. You did it. She took you back. Let, do it back, ladies. Go do it back. I've been telling y'all this for months. Go cheat back. Go suck a dick. There's plenty of dicks out there for you to go wreak revenge on. And y'all keep sitting here crying about one dick. When a nigga get hurt, he go fuck a million bitches. He don't go just keep chasing you. He'll chase you. But in the meantime, when I'm not on you, I'm fucking something else because I need to get this release, this stress off. If a girl gonna give a nigga a head and he has his girl to cheated on him, he's gonna take it. You ladies are home, you're eating, eating chips and shit. You're, you're not doing your hair nails, you're sad. Go cheat back. Cardi B is hot right now. Like, I wouldn't even let off that, off that shit. Like, nigga, what you did? You fucked two little... Ah, uh, whatever. You gonna do that. He gonna do it. Come on. It's offset. Cardi, if you want his dick and you rich and you up, what you think these non-on bitches think? They love him. Come on. Are you done? Get your mind right. Um, Cardi B's video. The money video. A whole lot of ass in that video. And it's Cardi's ass. Cardi's ass is all over that video. And Cardi, we appreciate that. We know Nikki set the ball because Nikki been showing a lot of ass in her videos as of late. And uh, the good form video, Nikki's in a bowl of milk with her ass all over. Nikki, we appreciate you for that. All the pelvic thrusts and all the ass covered in milk. That is a Bang Bros reality. And she made it happen. Uh, Cardi, but the video's hard. The video's fire. Um, you know, a lot of people hated on that song when it first came out. And I told people when I first heard it, this is, a, this is, a, this is when it's going to work. It's going to go. People didn't like it at first, but it took time. And now with the visual to go with it, it's going to take off. So Cardi will have a big, probably be, it might go like top five soon. Um, Grammy's coming up. She got to perform something. So that'll be a good record for her to perform. Uh, let's see. Now, here we go. Uh, let's see. Well, I got a couple of things here I want to talk about. Let's do this here. Joe Bunning got engaged to Sin Santana at their live podcast last week. Salute to my guy, Joe, my Virgo brother. I always show him love on this podcast. That's my guy. Never met him. Don't know him. Listen to his music for many years. Been a very, very influential person in my life. Um, always support my bro. He don't know me, but one day, we going to chop it up. Me, him, Rory, and Maul. We might cross podcast one day. I put it in the universe. Put it in the universe. I have Joe, Maul, Joe, Maul, and Rory in this basement one day. Yannick, it's going to happen. We're going to get him here. They got to come to security because it's is wild. I might have to pull up on him at Park's crib or something. You don't know. We're going to make it work. Anyway, uh, he proposed to sin. And um, that's great. That's great. They have a child. They live together. Beautiful couple. They all love hip-hop together. It's all great. Uh, and you can't help but think, damn, what does Tahiri think about all this? And, you know, because he proposed to her, too, and she said no. Over bullshit, cheating, and drugs. Who gives a shit? I'm a bitch, I'm famous. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a do drugs, and I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a fuck a bitch. I'm a rapper. That's what rappers do. What are they going to rap about forever? Being broke? I'm not broke anymore. I got to do other shit. I have to do other shit. I have to go take these drugs, and I have to fuck these bitches. That's the only way we're going to keep the lights on. I can't just fuck you and do drugs with you, and then I can't write about that. So, please, ladies, please be lenient when you deal with entertainers and understand that they do these things for content. Offset has to fuck hoes, or he can't rap about it no more. He, ain't rap, he can't rap about the shit the new hoes doing if he's not with the new hoes. Cardi, you not a new hoe no more. You, you married now. So you, you're different. 
Um, but they got and I, I wrote on Facebook that Joe bodied this breakup because she's still doing like she's she's doing like hosting with Mr. Commodore. Like, you, you fucking kidding me? And shout out to Mr. Commodore. He was at my job other day. Salute to him. Cool dude, man. He's at, he's in foot action all the time on one twenty fifth. All the time. Cool, cool dude, man. He ain't Hollywood. He, he talk to you, take pictures and shit. I don't see no pictures of celebrities. I don't do that. I don't, you know, coworkers could have, whatever. But anyway, I was like, damn, Tahiri ain't really level up since that breakup with Joe. Joe has leveled up a lot from being on Complex, the everyday struggle, to having his own, he been had his own podcast, but then the podcast blew up. And then he had his own show with Diddy on Revolt. And then he had his own, uh, uh shit, what else he got here? He had um a whole lot of different things going on, you know, to go from Complex, to leave that, to, like, bet on himself, Complex, uh, uh, Spotify picks up his podcast, so that's a big deal. Okay, got a deal over there, right? Boom. Got a deal with Puff. Boom. Got his own show, him, Remy, and Jinx, and, 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 and Scotty Beam, and all of them, they do great shit every week. And it's like, damn, to see this nigga go from being on Love and Hip Hop being a joke, people joking on him for being in drugs, and, and wearing them shitty-ass vests all over Hip Hop every week, to now being like a leader in the culture as far as content and, and, and discussion is very impressive. And it goes to show you that if you believe in yourself and you stay on with something long enough, it can work. And sometimes other people won't see it. They People will never see what you see in yourself. So you can't really blame Terry for leaving because she was there for a long time. But when it starts to pay off and the dividends start to show and it's like, you're not here now. Somebody else is in your spot. You, I wanted you here, and you left. Ladies, fellas, too. Do not leave when shit get rough. You got to stay. So be supportive. If, um, it's, uh, if, um, if you're not supportive, if you're going to leave, then, leave, then don't hold them up. Don't get in the way. You know what I'm saying? Because like, mentally, I think she held Joe back for a long time. Chasing her and wanting to fight for that relationship that wasn't really real. It wasn't really left. It wasn't there. She was fucking sleeping with J.R. Smith trying to get back at niggas. It was like, come on. But in retrospect, I guess she did what was best for her. So now she's 40-something with her ass cheeks on Instagram. Uh, you just gonna be another Bernice. And, and that's the top. That's what you can, that's your level. I don't see Tahiri on TV no more. But you can go and see her hosting with her ass out in Dykeman. And that's sad, but it is what it is. Like, bitch, she tried to level you up. He put you on the map. Nobody knew who Tahiri was in, 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 in the, in the, at all until Joe put her on YouTube. We didn't know who she was. You make your girl famous, and then she turns around and shits on you and starts feeling herself so much that she thinks she don't need you no more. And now look. You know? And Sin don't even want the fame. <laughs> but, and she younger. And I keep telling niggas, man... All the happy niggas got younger girls. Get, fellas, fellas, I've been saying this on this podcast for so long. And I, I practice what I preach. My girl is 25. I'm 33. There's an 80-year gap there. Joe is 38. Sin is like 20, 23, 24. J- Jay-Z got 11 years on Beyonce. Go younger. They will not stress you as much as these older women. Because all the women have this sense of entitlement that they deserve certain shit that they didn't even earn yet. They they feel like you're just supposed to just trick on them. You're supposed to pay their bills and you're supposed to make their life easier. But what the fuck you doing for me? 
Women, these older bitches don't even cook. They make your life hell. They always in your comments watching who's this bitch, who's that bitch. You too old for that. Younger women don't have, if a younger girl is focused and she busy, nigga, that's the last thing on her mind is who's on your Instagram commenting on your shit. Older bitches got plenty of time to be petty because that's what they know. That's what they watch. They conditioned for that. And not all of them. But all the ones I've encountered, that's what they was on. And it's trash. So you want to be happy. You want to have a nice, fun time. You want a girl that don't fall asleep by 7.30. And you're a younger girl, man. You want a girl that's going to motivate you and make you feel alive and shit. Look at you like you the world to them. You know what I'm saying? It's your younger woman. Younger, not young, younger. Grown, but younger. And that's, my, that's just my theory. That's how I move. That's what I believe. You, you could disagree, and you could go get you an old bitch. You want you 35, and you want a 35-year-old bitch with a couple kids? By all means, my nigga, do your thing. Go be stepdaddy of the year. Do it. Go for it. Raise a whole nother nigga kid. There's a reason a nigga will leave a bitch and his kids. Don't fucking underestimate that. If a nigga had kids with this woman and don't want to be with that woman, it's fucking her. <laughs> it's not him. It's not him. How could you love a woman enough to give her kids and then don't stay? That means he got pushed to the point of, fuck that shit. I don't want to be no way. And she's on some whole other fuck him shit. This nigga didn't gave you children. So you go have this nigga babies. Leave. And they had the nerve to say, you don't want a man with kids? And you got kids? Bitch, are you done? I don't understand this world. I don't understand this world. I don't. Ladies, listen. All you women with children, find a man with kids. Because niggas without kids don't want to be around your bubblehead-ass baby. That ain't my kid. I don't want to look at this nigga knocking on the door in the morning. Mommy, I'm hungry. I'm, I'm tight. I don't, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm not, in, I'm, not, I'm not in a rush to get up to feed this nigga. That's not my child. Okay, my kid. It's not. If he don't eat that, I won't go to jail. ACS not locking me up. That's not my child. You deal with that. And not even to sound harsh, but it is what it is. Y'all are expecting niggas without children to care about a kid that's not theirs. Be realistic. Be realistic. I don't have children. I don't know how to love a kid. Maybe a cousin, a little baby. Yeah, maybe, but not really because they got to go back to their moms. That's not my child. At the end of the day, it's not my child. So I don't have to love that child. To get close to the mom, will I fake it? Sure. But I mean it. I don't mean it. If she go left, I'm out free. I don't got to feed this little nigga no more. I don't got to play with him. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got to act like I'm, 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 being, I'm being a father. Nah, nah, nah. All that shit is dirty. All that. Y'all niggas got to stop. Niggas without kids, stop dating women with kids. For real. Because you, you put yourself in a situation that you don't even belong in. You don't. You know what I'm saying? Because. Uh, where's my other topic? Um, but yeah, that's it. I, I feel like. T- I know Tahiri feeling that. Joe is getting married. He has a kid. She still don't have no kids. She don't have no man. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. And that's only because, I only say she feels that way because Joe is so big now. If he wasn't, like, famous like he is now, he wasn't as known, if it was, like, low-key shit, I wouldn't have said none of this. But the fact that Joe is popping, <laughs> he's, he's popping. You gotta see, you can't not see it. It's on the shade room, it's on all the blogs. You can't not see it. You can't. She's gonna hear about it. It's on the radio. You're gonna hear it. So she has to feel like, damn, I Shit, that nigga ain't give me no fucking baby. I was looking for six years. Yeah. I proposed to you. You said no in front of the world. Look at you now. Now what? Now you're going to go hold J.R. Smith? <laughs> ah, man. He who laughs, laughs, laughs loudest. 
That is a fact. Um, new music is out. Get into some of this new music. A Boogie. I've seen a lot of people hating on A Boogie album. I'm, I'm, I for one love it. I love A Boogie. It's my guy. I love A Boogie. I support A Boogie. He's dope. His album is fire to me. This album is fire to me. I don't. I opened the show with the intro to A Boogie. No, there was uh. Oh, I opened. I meant to open it. A Boogie. I opened it between the Savage. So what do you want to say? We gonna talk about next. But A Boogie has a good album, man. Good records. Now let's see. We got. We got. The first song on the A Boogie shit. Now I know a lot of people say, "Oh, it's no." His intro on the first album was, was so much more fire than this one. But it's like, are you are you really listening? Because he didn't match it. But it's, this shit is fire too. This shit hard. And he talking some shit too, man. All she ever wanted was my heart to hurt. No attachments, just a Gucci purse. She know I'm married, she think I'm using her. My diamonds married, they so blue. Hey, Boogie, man. In no way I'm acting. Like street nigga love songs. If I think she dying, I'm going to do it first. Like Drake do the emotional shit. Hey Boogie do the, the street nigga street nigga shit. The fans lock my man's up, free Montana. Damn, all he ever wanted was his bands up. Feel that? Ten years for nothing, keep your head up. If any nigga starts to front, nigga, lay him out. Just listen to all my tracks, cause I don't wanna do no interviews, I'm not into that. And I be feeling like I'm out, if I got the X on my back. Come on, and Boogie. And every nigga in the X can vouch for me, that's a fact. I dropped my first mixtape, and yeah, that shit relapsed. By the time I dropped the bigger artist, like seven million in plaques. Got too much on Y'all niggas gonna stop hating on my boy. I don't go hard, man. It's a good album. Good album from A Boogie. Fuck with it. Um, 21 Savage drop. I am greater than I was. Very dope title. Very dope album. Very, very. And I'll tell you, this nigga stepped his shit up crazy. 21 Savage, even on his features this year, he's been going hard. And his he's he's getting better. He's getting better. You can hear it. Like the the, the lyrics are there now. Like he's not. Just like on his old shit where this nigga was just scaring the shit out of you. Now it's like, nah, I'm going to say some shit. I got, I've been through some things and my life changed a little bit. I'm not going to die tomorrow. I, I, I'm not going to go to jail. I'm rich now. Like I could talk about things. So now, you know, he's going to have a public relationship, been through that. Made a little bit more money, been through that. He said, he said on the breakfast club, his homie, just one of his closest friends just died. He's going through that still, people dying around him. And he's opening up. He's more vulnerable. He said sometimes he just cry. That's real. Like I cry sometimes. Should I cry today? Low key. Watching them kids open all that shit, I cried. Not out of like hurt, out of happiness. Like, this is beautiful. I, you know, I, yeah. And shit was beautiful, man. I, and, and when shit is fucked up, I cry about that too. There's nothing wrong with that. I tell niggas on here all the time when I was going through my depression. I told niggas, you know, sometimes you just got to cry and let that shit out. Just sit there and let that shit out. Cry. Be by yourself. Isolate yourself and get, get it off. And then pull your pants up, get back to it. Right back to it. Keep kicking shit till there's no more shit to kick. That's it. But um, his album is good. Um, NBA Youngboy. I don't know how many of y'all listen to him. I would hope a lot. But um, he got a very good little project. Uh, now I'm not, I'm not a super NBA Youngboy listener. But um. This is one of the first projects of his I really like this dude for real, like all the way through and like multiple times. It's good. It's good. Um, the Dream. Yeah, that's, you know, that's my guy. The Dream. Dropped 40 songs on niggas. 
I'm gonna play a sleeper from him when I for the end of the show. So it's his whole this is called um Menage Trois Sex Tape Volume One, Two, and Three. Forty records. Um out of the forty, thirty-two of them shits is fire. There's eight on there that sound the same and they don't really have much direction. They're like kind of throwaways. But that first 12 songs is damn good. And then the ones after that is like not as good but close. And then the ones after that is like, eh. And you kind of get tired. You can't listen to all of this shit in one day. I'll tell you that. I listen to it in spurts. So I went through the first one. Boom. Finished that one. I went through the second one. Finished that one. The third one. Finished that one. I compared them. One and two are the hot artists. The heat. And they, it's all broke down on iTunes when you go with guy from song one through through 12, 1 through 13, 1 through 14, then it got 1 through 12, then it got 1 through 14 again. So, that first 14, crazy. Crazy. That's King R&B shit. Jacquees, you gotta shut the fuck up. You gotta stop. You're not giving us that. You're not giving us this dream shit. You're not doing none of that. I'm sorry. And the dream ain't don't sing as well as Jacquees. But, nigga, they come to making music, production, melody, like sound, drums, and all that shit. The dream got that, man. Gotta remember, this nigga writes some of the biggest records ever. So, with a pen like that, and then that kind of creativity, you can't match that. Jackie, Jackie, ah, I don't want to say his name anymore. Fuck him. Um, Jackie's in the tub. That shit is over. He did that for that was all clout. Um, outside of the music, uh, is that it? That drop. While they dropped a couple records, um, the pole dancer song with uh, Megan Thee Stallion is cool. He has a song called Winter Wars. Wally is uh, he's talking his shit. I'm gonna play the first verse of this. Yeah, yes, this is hard right here. Coming at your door, black and yellow. Shit is fire. Yeah, I want to smoke with most of these niggas. I'm way doper than niggas. I make a ghost of these niggas. Nah, I want to smoke like all of these niggas. My slime bitch, you was Nickelodeon. Yeah, I wish I'm bi coastal, bipolar. I buy clothes a lot. My bi bitches, my best friends. We fucking been through a lot. I'm ducking your crew, never. I'm checking your tour route. My niggas are bust and bust up until it's a morgue now. Some niggas was court seats, now niggas is court side. Same niggas that take your head off like they were Lee Corso. Mmm, damn, the watermelon leaking. Shit, hard. I'm unconventional. Cause I'm shy but they're loud speaking Yeah And I'm from a gentrified city Ironic they cakewalk When niggas with pie flip at the Bras tell me to chill Bras want me to fuck You can call me whatever Just put that boss in front Proud black and I'm rich Hand up strap pull up Don't call a hater a hater I say it's cowardly love In the night of the club yeah, He's going crazy Wale's going crazy He got stuff coming out Top of next year I believe uh, He signed a new deal I believe he got an album or project coming. He's been dropping a lot of records, a lot of little solo, little four-song joints. Um, but he got some shit coming, man. I didn't, I didn't give up on Wally yet. I'm not giving up on Wally yet. I know he's burned a lot of bridges and he's been emotional and shit, but I'm not going to give up on him yet. I feel like he can still crank them hits out. That last album really wasn't it, even though it was okay. But it really wasn't it. It didn't connect the way it was supposed to. And... um. I feel like he's still, he just got to like, once he been low, he been low. While he's low, he been working. So you see how Meek came out. Meek was low for a little while to the album drop and he killed, took over. I feel like Wale got something coming up big for next year. Oh shit. No, Roma. That's my Virgo brother, Wale. You know. You gonna see. I'm rooting for you, Wale. Please don't let me down. I don't think you will though. That's my boy. Um, Safari and Erica, man. There's no way 
There's no way this is real. There's no way. I, I mean, anytime love and hip hop people do things that go viral, it's for love and hip hop. Tia Marie was sucking dick on camera. You watch Love and Hip Hop LA, she was sucking dick on Love and Hip Hop LA, and it was part of her storyline. If you fucking people think Safari and Erica Mena are getting married, and it's real, then I have a tub for you to visit. You get your stink, funky ass in this tub, and you stay in there until the funk of that lie washes off your fucking soul. Safari got on his knee with a fucking ring and proposed to Erica Mena, who was just engaged to Little Bow Wow. She was just fucking with one of KD mans. You gotta get the fuck. This bitch been around. She done fuck with Rich Dollars. She done fuck with Sin. Now, how many bodies? Come on, like, Safari. We we know you the king of cap. Safari's the king of cap. Like, he, anything, everything he do is to keep himself relevant. I believe it. I believe it. I wholeheartedly think he don't have shit left but to keep making y'all talk about him. And he will do it. And people fall for it every time. So, He's all over hip-hop right now, right? I was telling this to my brother before I left the house. Safari all over hip-hop New York. On Instagram, Sky from Black Ink put a comment that they've been fucking with each other since Scared Famous on, on VH1, which was last year. There was a show they had, Scared Famous. It was an elimination game, and the winner gets all this to their charity and all that bullshit. Cool. So Erica Mena and Safari were on that show together. Sky from Black Ink said they've been talking since then. I have not seen that. On Safari's gram much? I haven't seen... I don't, I don't follow them, so I don't know. I haven't seen the blogs post them. But I did see a picture that went viral the other day of Safari holding somebody's ass cheeks in the water. I go follow it, and I see, oh, that's Eric Committee that posted that. Flowed out. Flewed out. Whatever the fuck happened. He's grabbing her ass cheeks in some water. All this water is wild shit. Now they're engaged to be married. Okay, cool. All right, whatever. So you mean to tell me he was with Nikki? 12, 4, 13, whatever, how many years? Never proposed to Nikki? It's to the point now, you got my, my brother is a fucking moron. This nigga said to me, Erica Minna is better than Nicki Minaj. Now, let me, hold on a minute. Let me. No matter how much hate in my heart I have for Nicki Minaj, I will not ever disrespect that queen like that. Don't you ever fix your lips to say Erica Minna is better than Nicki Minaj. Are you crazy? Or what are, you, what are we going off of? Looks, Nikki got it. I don't, I, what else? After that, there's what? Talent, Nikki got it. Body, Nikki got it. Fake or not, Nikki got it, bro. Sorry. And I seen Erica Mena feet. Nah, that was a terrible feat for a Puerto Rican. You gonna throw her feet in the Nah, nah, usually Puerto Ricans have super valid feet. Erica Mena shit is chopped. Nikki got elite feet. Telling you, the white pop, ooh. Um... All that shit is bullshit. See you on Love and Hip Hop LA right after Miami finishes. Or Atlanta, whatever the fuck they go do next. Um, Love and Hip Hop New York, too. Let's talk about this. We got to get this Jacque nigga the fuck out of here. Jacque, Jacquees, Jacquees, Jacqueline, whatever the fuck his name is. This nigga is fucking trash. Are you done? What does he do? Bro, you make music. You say you're a model for Sean John. Who the fuck is wearing Sean John, bro? Who the fuck is wearing Sean John in 2018-19? Who the fuck is wearing it? We you want to post in Macy's? Get the fuck out of here, man. I'm modeling for Sean John. Y'all, you know I mean? Get this nigga off my TV every week. 
Okay? Please. And Mano, I love you, bro, but this storyline with your girl, we don't give a fuck. She didn't die. She got shot in the leg. Niggas get shot every day. And I don't want to do something, Mano, because I know niggas that know this nigga. But listen. <laughs> Mano, I don't, I don't know your financial situation. I'm pretty sure you're good with money. I know you're doing the show for your girl. Nobody knows your girl, bro. I didn't know who she was until he put her on TV. She got shot in the leg at the Troy Ave. That was two years ago. Free tax. Free tax. She got hit in the leg. Okay. Did you die? Are you in a wheelchair? The bullet's sitting in your leg floating around somewhere. You all right? You good? Yandy, I want you off my TV. Until Mandicis get out, get this bitch off my TV, bro. Get off. She, has, she provides nothing to the show. When Mandicis was on the show, it was more lit with her and him. Without her, I don't care about no fucking Yandy Smith. What does she do? We don't know what you do, Yandy. You don't do any. Who do you manage? Joel's is going to jail. He got two years. He copped out 27 months. He's going to jail. Kimbella, you got to go to the gym, baby girl. You're looking crazy on this TV. I don't know if it's the TV giving you this weight or whatever, but I seen on Instagram, she don't look like that. Um, Outside of that, which that's pretty much the whole fucking staff. Cayenne, I love you. Why are you, why are you letting this Jacquee nigga like, come on, baby. No, 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 no. Cayenne. And I'm not throwing you in the tub. I'm throwing your decision to deal with that bird, nigga. Of all of, come on, Cayenne. Come on, Cayenne. She was too fine for that. And if y'all don't know who Cayenne is, the real Cayenne on Instagram, she's a rapper. She's a female rapper. Uh, my homeboy, Shot Tech, produces her videos and all that. Shout out, salute to my man, Shot Tech. Um, yeah, we got to get Cayenne away from that shit. And, and she's on Love and Hip Hop for the wrong reasons. Nia Lee, I love you. Nia Lee's a G. Love her. Uh, DJ Self, fuck you. Fuck the bird, too. Clown, we believe in Cardi. Now look at you. You're on Love and Hip Hop still. Look at you. There's no Oh, my God. I, I just told y'all earlier in the show. Believe in people and ride with them. Because you never fucking know, man. Not even... Don't even stick around because you never know. Just stick around because... Because just... You, the people need that support. And you want to be around when shit get lit. Not even to muke off them, but just to be like, you know what? I, I believed in you and now I see it. Okay? She went to self. Cardi went to self and said, yo, I want to do music. He laughed at this girl and he put on Mariah Lynn. You put on fucking Mariah Lynn. Mariah Lynn, self. Oh, yo. Fuck love me, hip hop. Joe, Joe, and, and, and Joe is my dog, so I support Joe Button. He's doing great on the show. He's looking like the OG telling these young niggas how they wildin'. And they ain't listening. It ain't getting through. We don't know what to do with these motherfuckers. Um, let's see. Okay, so now it's we 35 minutes in. Now we go get rid of all of, we did all the fuck shit. We talked about all of bullshit, all the social media shit. We go get into part of the show that my audience connects to and that I like the most is when I start talking my shit. So. Can I talk my shit again? We're in the section Can I talk my where I start getting deep Can I talk and going on tangents. I'm 100% sober. I haven't smoked weed. That might change tonight. I haven't smoked since like last Sunday. I know Yannick and them was talking about getting some weed. If they get weed, I'm smoking tonight. Fuck that. Um. Yeah, um. I want to ask a question to my listeners and to followers, whatever you want to be, my audience. And the question I want to ask is, what are you good at? Everybody on this planet 
is good at something. It takes time to figure out what that may be. But everybody is born with a talent. Everybody is born with something. It might not be a talent that'll make you rich. It might not be a talent that'll make you famous. But it will be something that you are forever... Ooh, excuse me. It will be something you're forever known for. So, for me, I'm good at making people laugh. I'm good at making people talk. I'm good at making people think. I'm good at conversation. That's why I do a podcast by myself every week. I can sit here for two hours and talk and it don't be boring. That's a talent. I'm good at painting shoes. That's a talent. Um, shit. That's what I'm good at from what I've known so far. Uh, and then when you figure out what you're good at, what are you going to do about it? Like, what are you going to do with that? Like, what do you do with what you're good at? If you're good at like making clothes, let's say, let's say, let's say you make dope clothes and you only make it for yourself. And people always say, yo, damn, I like that, I like that shirt, man. Where you get that from? Oh, I made this. Damn, you can make me one? Oh, no, nah, you know, I just make stuff here and there. Dude, that's it. That was your ticket. That's it. Start making clothes. And now, because people want it. But only, I mean, even if it's just that one person, one person can make you, like, super lit. Like, one person can spread that, and he'll bring it back to his neighbor. Damn, where you get that sweater from? Oh, this dude, in my, I know so-and-so. Yo, my homeboy saw the sweater you made for me. He won one. It starts from there. Just start the snowball. And have patience in what you're good at, too. A lot of people are good at shit and quit. Like, oh, why you stop doing it? I did it. I stopped doing comedy. I was good at comedy. I have reasons why, but it's like, I should have fought through all that shit. Because stuff that's meant for you to have is not supposed to be easy. So, if you're expecting things to be easy for you, then you're, you're a fool. You think it was easy for LeBron James to, to, like, be this good in the NBA? It took him, like, years to be what he is now. He wasn't good off the game. He wasn't LeBron. He wasn't this LeBron off the rip. Not as a rookie. They see the potential. Like, this kid, if he stays with it and keeps focused, he can be the greatest player ever. Now that's the conversation. Who's the greatest? Michael Braun. They skip over Kobe. When Kobe came in, nobody seen Kobe being like what he was. All we knew with Kobe was he could dunk good. That was Kobe in the league when he first came in. Oh, Kobe could dunk really good. He can jump really high. Kid can't shoot a lick. Worked on his game. Worked on his craft. Became the best player in the world. And for many years he dominated. And it just takes that passion and desire to want to be better. To be a better you. So, please, if you're good at anything in this world, even if you're good at shit that's, that people consider to be terrible, my nigga, if you're good at scamming, then scam if you're good at it. And I'm not saying that to niggas that just scam to scam. No, if you're good at it and you really like the nigga with that shit and you getting it and niggas don't even know how you doing it and you're the best nigga, you got all of then nigga, that's what you're good at. Not saying it's right, but you know how to hustle. You know how to that's a talent to learn how to do shit that even if it's wrong. If you're good at fucking with kids. Open a daycare. You're great with kids. People tell you you're great with kids. You don't even have none. You need to be doing something with children. Teacher. Uh, uh, something. A pediatrician. You could be a kid doctor. Something. You're good with animals. Maybe you should, you know, do something with pets. Whatever you're good at, focus on that shit and try to make something of it besides just being good at it and the only people that know you know that. Um, now, the next question I have is, 
What are you bad at? What, 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 what is something some people would say that you're terrible, like he's terrible at this? I want you to figure that out and I want you to improve that. I want you to fix that. That's one of my goals for 2019. Is the things that I'm bad at, I want to be good at them. So if, say, I'm terrible at communication, I want to fix it. If I'm terrible at being on time for things, I want to fix that. If I'm terrible with, with, with any fucking thing that's in, that's in my life, I want to improve it. I want to be better. I want to be not great, super good at it. I want, to be, I want it to not be bad. I don't want to be bad at it anymore. I don't want to be bad at anything that I can control anymore. It was like, oh, Mark's a cool dude. He's always late. I don't want to be that guy no more. Oh, Mark is cool. He got a crazy mouth. Nigga be talking niggas crazy. I don't want to do that no more. I want to be better at that. I want to be a better person overall. I want to be a better person. I want to be a better man, everything. So I want to take what I'm bad at and be better at that. I don't want to be bad at it anymore. And I want y'all to try to do the same thing. Now it's what are you great at? What are you great at? What did you do that nobody does better than you? Is it cooking? Is it basketball? Is it rapping? Is it whatever the fuck it is? If you're great at that, I want you to push yourself harder and become the best. You can be great at anything, but to be the best at something takes a lot of work, takes a lot of devotion, it takes a lot of attention, and it takes a lot of passion. I want you to take what you're great at and be the best at it, the absolute best you can be. Me? I wanted to be the best sneaker painter nigga in the world. And, you know, my passion for it died. As of late, it has been picked up. I, I've been making a couple things that have been interesting. But, you know, that's just me getting my creativity out in some way or shape or form. Because I'm a creative. I have to create or I'll just go, I'll get a headache. I, I, I'll get aggy. I'll be like, you know, just upset. Because I'm a creative person. I like to create things. I love to share things that I've created with others. And that's my calling in life is to create. That's why I come on this podcast. I create content. Every week, this is not easy coming here every week and just talking for two hours for y'all to listen to it and enjoy it. Like, yeah, y'all got the easy part. Y'all just got to wait and listen. I have to sit here and come up with shit to talk about every week. This is episode 76. That's a lot of fucking yapping. <laughs> My aunt used to always say I talk too much. Well, auntie, thank you. It paid off a little bit. Not financially, but I have an audience now. People listen to me. People care what I have to say. And I'm learning that my opinion holds weight. Unbeknownst to me, I did not know how much weight my opinion held. I'm starting to see it now. If I get on Instagram and say something is trash, it hurts people like, damn, I really like those. And it's like, you can still like them. But like, they respect my opinion so much that it makes them feel a way towards me because it's like, well, fuck you then. I don't want that energy around me. So I just stopped talking about shit. And I'm getting trolled on, on, on my page now. I was like, I'll put, I'll put up an outfit. People are like, oh, this is whack. And I was like, all right, bro. I put up a picture the other day. And dude said, oh, man, your fish is on point. You let me down. I'm like, I let you down. Like, look, look, to, look to your father for inspiration. Why are you watching me? Look to your dad. Oh, hold on. My baby calling. She on, babe, you on the show. Hey. Hey. What's up? Oh. Yep, you on the show, too. Why are you in the dark? All I see is your teeth. <laughs> Where you at? Oh, your grandma's my house. She country too. Ah. Okay. Bye. Bye. All right. What I tell you? 
Happy man. I came a long way this shit. This shit almost broke, fucking broke me, but that faith. My God is a good God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, motherfucker. Oh, man, y'all said it. Yo, you're never going to find him. Ah! <laughs> I did it. Oh, I fucking did it. Oh, I did. I'm the greatest. Oh, man. Oh, man. I forgot what I was talking about. Oh, yeah, but um, the creative thing. I'm, um, creatively, I, if I don't get to create an outlet in my creativity, I'll get into a funk mentally, and it'll break me down, because I'm creative. I like to create shit. But, um, anyway, more of all of that is I want you guys to be better next year. All, the overall goal next year is to improve as people, to improve as individuals, to improve as artists, parents, brothers, sisters, significant others, boyfriends, husbands, wives, aunties, uncles, cousins, any way, any bosses, co-workers, any way you can improve. I want all of us to just improve it and level up. Like, yo, dude, I took your advice. I got promoted. That's beautiful. I want that for you. Yo, I listen, bro. I, now I got a better opportunity at this and that. I got this internship at this. I want that for you. I want everybody to level up more, but you got to want it. And I want you to want to do these things and want to be better at what you're doing. Nobody should be stagnant in life. If you've been at the same job for 10 years and you never got promoted, why are you working at that job? You're keeping yourself in a bubble. You need to expand and you need to branch off. You got to do different shit. You're going to go crazy. Stability is stability, but stability doesn't mean you have to stay the same. Stability means you stay stable, which means you continue to grow and you continue to earn and you continue to live stable. You're just stability. So I just want all my people to be better. All of us can do it. We all can do it. We just got to want it. And that's it. And now my next topic, friendship gyms. Now, I've been going through some things with my friends as of late. Um, I'm going to talk about it because that's that's what I do. Um, And I'm going to keep it real, too. I'm going to keep it honest. Uh, okay, so a friend of mine, I'm not going to say no names. A friend of mine um, was incarcerated for a little time. And, um, you know, he's beginning to spiral. Um, he spiraled before he went in out of fear. And we all knew, like, you know, he's like, he's not a street kid. Think grew up, both parents. Um, youngest of three. Got a great family. Never, never had, never wanted for anything. Always had, you know. And, um, as kids, you know, we, he was the man. Like, you know, he. Smart kid in school, always passed his classes, played basketball. Wasn't the greatest at basketball, but he played. And that was, you know, his thing. And, you know, he used to get fly, all of that. And then, you know, after high school, everybody changes. Everybody chose their different ways. Some go to college, some go to work. Now, me, after high school, I moved to Atlanta for six, seven months. And when I came back, I noticed a change in some of my friends because we were older now. And they were all, some of them went to college and some of them stayed home. And with me, I was uh, at a lost state in my life at that time. I was 19, unemployed. I was working in Key Food. Then I got fired from Key Food. I was just home every day. Phone cut off, cut back on. It was just a bad time at 20 years old to be going through. So I went to like a vocational school, ended up getting job placement, found a job. And my friend that I'm now talking about actually got me a job at Dwayne Reed with him. So to see us come from that to now is very crazy to me because... There was a point where we were all we had was my friends. Like when you're a young man, your circle was very important to you. 
like your direct friends, like niggas you really grew up with. Like we shared McChickens. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, I used to hook my niggas up with free food when I was manager at McDonald's. Yeah, like, we come through. I got you. Get a bag of food to my friends. Those are my real friends. Like, they know me for real from young, from, like, when I was, like, when it was nothing. Before all this Instagram shit, before all this podcast shit, before all this everything, before all these sneakers, these niggas know the real me. Coming outside with jugs of water, coming outside, playing basketball all day, day in, day out, just in the park, cutting ass, joking on each other. Oh, you're a virgin. You're a virgin. You watch porno, trade pornos. Like, we came up together, bro. Like, for real, for real. This is my dog. And life changes you. Like, he got with a woman. These niggas over there while in the other room. But um, he um, he got a girlfriend. You know, he had a child. He was one of the first one of us to have a kid and young. And, you know, for a while, that was his thing. Like, he had a girl. He had a son. And he was good for a long time. Like, he was doing his thing in the streets. He was doing his thing regular. And everything was cool. And then he had a snag in his life where he had to go do some time. And around that time, he changed a lot. And he started hanging around different people. Now, people were like, you know, you, you you know how you know niggas, but you don't chill with them niggas. Like, he was chilling with niggas like that. Like, yeah, we know them niggas, but we don't chill with them. Them niggas do shit we don't do. Them niggas is in the streets way deeper than, than anything we could even fathom. We don't carry guns. We don't smoke weed all day outside. Niggas are going to crib and smoke. Like, back then, I wasn't even smoking. I wasn't doing that shit. I was going to work every day. I had a nine to five. I worked in a law firm. So I wasn't around the shit they was around. I wasn't doing the shit they was doing. I had my own life. I had a significant other back then. I was living with her. I was doing my own. I had my own world set up. Everybody usually goes into their own world. But it seems like he had. He felt the life he had wasn't respected enough. You know, being like a kid that had the world at his hands and had opportunity and had support to do things. And he didn't appreciate it, you know. And it turns out he tried to become somebody he wasn't. He wants to be a street nigga, but that's not you. You know, we know you. We know you're not. You was never a street nigga because we not street niggas. I'm not a street nigga. I never. I was never in the streets ever. I never sold drugs in my life. I never shot nobody. I never stabbed nobody. I wasn't in a gang. I'm a straight dude. So the fact that he went that way, and we all from the same neighborhood. We all from the, um, hold on. We all came up from the same, we all from the same background pretty much. And it's like now, you know, this is my man. And it hurts me to, you know, I, I cried the other day because um, I know him and he's not him anymore. And I, you know, we all try to talk to him. You know, we all try to sit him down and like, yo, we try to give him real life shit. Like, bro, this is not you. You got to do this. You got to do that. You got to get your life right. You got a wife. You got a son. You got people that support you and love you. We're not turning. We're not against you, bro. We're on your side. We want to help you. We want you to be better, but you got to want it, bro. You got to leave this bullshit alone and you got to get your shit together because you did your time. Now you home. You home now, we want you balling. We want you up. We want you being a nigga that we all knew when we was younger. Yo, this nigga always got the phone. He always got the jerseys. always got his hair done crazy different ways. You was the fly nigga in the group. You was the, you was the man. So to, to go from that to now being this just grimy, and it's all on purpose. You don't have to be this way. Why are you trying to be this, this guy? Why are you trying to have this image that we don't, we know you, man? You know what I'm saying? 
And it hurts me to have to like, and it's like, you know, I've seen Goodfellas with Mike and Goodfellas, Ray Liotta was, um, Ray Liotta was, um, hold on. Yeah. And the Goodfellas, Ray Liotta was a, was a gangster. And, um, it turns out the cops came down on him. When you get a lot of heat on you in the, in the mafia, they got to like cut you off. So in the movie, he goes to the big boss, uh, the big dude. I forget his name in the movie, but he goes to him and he says, yo, I'm broke. They took everything, man. I don't have any money. He's like, listen, I give you this and I got to turn my back on you. And it's like, you got to do that to people you love to save yourself from them bringing you down. So the other day I get a phone call from him. This may have been Friday night. I mean, it's holiday time and I know he's not really working right now and it's Christmas. You want to provide for your kid and your, your, your girl and it's bad right now. You know, it's not good times. And it's like the holidays, you want to be around family. You want to be around love. And he's, he's, he's the, he don't want to be loved. He don't want it. It's like he's doing everything to push it away from him. And we don't understand. Like he's cutting off people that been in his side from day one. Like my business partner, him, them two were like super close. They don't speak no more. And my part, I was with my partner yesterday. Shout out my boy. And um, he was like, yo, it's to the point I, I cut him off. I can't do it. He cursed me out, cursed out on the boy. And it's like, what's wrong with him? He's cursing out his mom, cursing out his girl. And it was like, yo, you, you got to listen to some, what is it going to take for you to get it, for you to understand that you're home, you're free. You were in jail. We talked to you on the phone every day. We made sure we spoke to you, bro. Your books was always good. Your girl made sure you never had to go in jail and not, not had nothing in your commissary. You always got visits. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas was going to visit you, bro. Niggas, I never went to visit, but niggas was going to visit. Niggas was talking to you on the phone all the time, bro. If we was in the car with my man and he called, we always answered that phone. No matter how many times a day he called. What's going on out there? Yo, y'all seeing basketball? Yeah, bro, we talk, we talk, we laugh, we chat. Yo, when you come home, bro, shit go be on. We go get you right. Everything gonna be straight. He comes home, my man put $500 in his hand. That's not a lot of money. But it's like, yo, you my boy, here you go. I know you came home on your ass, 500 Go get yourself some gear or something. Get yourself some, you know, some weed. You want to smoke? Go get some weed. We smoke with you. We drink with you. We celebrating you home now. And it just didn't, it didn't, it didn't. And it's just, I hate that shit. So I want to say this, this gems about friendship is that sometimes in life, you got to know when to step away from people, even though you love them to death and you want to see them do right. You can't allow them to bring you down with them. You kind of got to separate yourself. And he's been, he called me Friday and he told me some shit like, yo man, you got to get next to me. I got this money scheme going on. This shit hitting right now. And I'm like, damn bro. Last time I did some shit with you, I got locked up for that shit. I went to jail for fucking a day. I do five days community service for that dumb shit. I ain't fucking with that shit no more. Nah, it ain't the same thing this time. This time some other shit is good money. You got to get next to Yo, uh, I'm going to call you. Where you, you stay at? You know, I'm, I'm telling him where I stay at. I'm just going to hit a nigga out. But it's like, not to hear him out to do it. Just to give him some companionship. Just to sit with him and see where his mind is at. And hopefully I can talk to him. But in his conversation, I'm like, I know we're going to argue. Because I'm not going to, I'm not with that shit he on. And I'm definitely not going over with you in the car. I'm not doing it. And I don't want you in my residence where I stay. This is my aunt, Uncle Crib. I can't have you disrespect this house. Can't have you come in here with the with the vulgar language and, and the smell of the weed. I can't bring that around my family. And it's not it's like I'm, it's not you, bro. It's just 
I'm keep protecting myself. I can't have the, your character around my peace. This is where I sleep. This is where I live. I can't have negativity anywhere around this. I moved for a greater purpose to get away from the fuckery that I was in, to get away from the bullshit cloud that was around me in my life. Everything was crumbling around me. I had to have change. And as soon as I moved away from things, everything got better. And I have to protect that by any means. And it's not you. I love you to death. You're my boy. You will always be my nigga. If I could ever help you in any way, positively, I will. But that whole shit you on with the whole scheme and money shit, let's 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 not do that. Let's 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 try to do something. You need a job, I can get you a job. Please. Do you want a job? Do you want to work? You don't want it. So it's like now what my hands are tied, bro. I can't. I gotta wash my hands with this. And it hurts. As a friend, as a nigga I grew up with from fifth grade. As men, at this at 33, we supposed to be at a different level and we're not there. And he went the he went a different path. And you know, I don't blame him for that. Everybody gotta live their life their own way. But I can't be there and drown with you, bro. I'm sorry. I can't do it. And I love you to death. You my boy, you always be my nigga. But I pray for you every day that you get this right and you turn your life around for the better. I pray that you keep your family close to you. I pray that nobody else has to turn on you, turn your back on. I can't be around that. I can't support it. I can't be around it. And as a friend, that is sometimes the right thing to do for somebody you love is to separate yourself. So I want everybody to understand that when your friends are going through things, you don't have to ride or die. You can let them be. You can separate yourself, step back, let them figure it out. They got to go down their own path. You know what I'm saying? They got to live their life. And you just got to watch them afar and love them from a distance. It's kind of like Jay and Kanye. Kanye's bugging. Jay is not around that. He's like, bro, I got a whole family here. I got a good thing going. I don't need that kind of energy around me. You my dog. I'm going to love you forever, bro. But right now, just right now, I can't be around that. That right there, I cannot support. What you're doing is not for me. And there's no hate. It's no shade. You my brother. I don't never hate on you. But I cannot support that shit. And that's how it is with me and my man. I can't support that shit. I can't and I can't help. I can't enable you in the way you live in. None of that shit. So I have to move myself. Just to, to, just to save you, I have to move myself. I got to turn on you. I got to turn my back on you. I'm not giving up on you. I want you to succeed. I want you to win. But I can't. Nah. Nah. No way. So that's my friendship, Jims. And um, also, too, I have another friend that, um, you know, uh, we had like a misunderstanding and um, sometimes in life letting things go is for the best, even if it's one-sided. Like with me and my other boy, um, without going too much into detail, there was a, um, damn, I don't even know how to like not say the truth. So I'm going to just like try to break it down as, Calm as possible, if you will. All right, so let's say a situation, right? Or, as a matter of fact, fuck it. I'm going to just keep it 100. When I was living with my ex in 2011, um, we went through it. We broke up. I had to move out. I didn't have anywhere to go. So one of my other boys hit me and said, yo, why don't you call so-and-so? He said he's renting out his basement. You could have it. 
call that nigga. So I give him a call like, hey, what's up, man? I heard you were in the basement. I, I need it. And he's like, sure. You want to take it? Come through, look at it, make sure what it is. Then we can talk numbers. Talk, we talk numbers and we'll see where we at from there. And uh, if you need it, then you saw yours. So I went over there, me and my dad. Shout out to my pops. My pops. Yo, my father. My father with me every step of my heart. All the hardest parts of my life, my father was there. So salute to my pops. Love that nigga. Love you, pops. Um, me and my dad went over there. We checked it out. And um, he was like, listen, if you if this is what you can do and you can handle it, um, you know, do you. And I'll help you, you know, move and everything and get your stuff. And you, you get you set up. So I'm like, all right, bet. I'm going to take it. I got no choice, really, you know. I couldn't go back to my mom, and my mom had put me out because of, uh, because of her husband and everything. But she's saying it's not that. That's a whole other thing that we got over. That me and my mom is great now. Salute to mom, love you, mom. Um, so I moved in, and I was there for years. I was there from 2011 until this year, in, I want to say November. Or, yeah, November this year, November, and um, through the years. You know, there were ups and downs. There was times that I was, financially, I was super great. And there was times when I was super down. And, you know, I had a rough patch in my life. My business started to dwindle. And I had to get a job at Get Set. So this is me telling my real life. When I was working at Get Set, I was piss poor, broke. I didn't have shit. I didn't have two dimes to rub together. But I was making shit stretch and finessing and doing whatever I could do to get a dollar, man. Not, not illegally. Just like I'm doing bullshit sneaker jobs. I'm doing shit for like forty dollars, fifty dollars in there. Like I'm stretching dollars along. And I'm not really up on my rent at the time. I'm falling behind in rent. And this is my boy, so he's working with me. And, you know, things was fine. You know, we, he gave me some time. And I always will appreciate what he did for me when I was down. Um He took L's. He's like, yo, you don't have it this motherfucker. It is what it is. When you get something, just let me know, please. I need that. You know, we was working it. We was working together. Everything came to a head around uh, this year, and it was honestly on me. Um, a lot of miscommunication on my part because, in my mental space at that time, everybody I felt like everybody was against me, and I felt like I I didn't have any support, and I felt like I had to figure things out as a man. I didn't ask nobody for nothing. I was not telling my telling my mother I was behind on rent. I wouldn't tell my dad I was behind. I didn't tell nobody. Only, like, a few people knew that. Maybe my brother knew. My business partner, he knew he would help me here and there. And a few other people knew. But I, I, I kept that low. And I didn't really show that in my social media presence. Nobody really would know that I was struggling because I was still buying shit. I was still getting shit. Got a job at Foot Action. That was, uh, it helped slightly. But that job is not consistent enough to get you out of a hole. And I was in a hole. And, and you know, I'm taking trips and shit. And then, and, I wasn't paying for them. Like, I went to L.A., that was on me. But when I went to Miami, my cousin paid for that shit. That wasn't me. I was going, knowing I wasn't supposed to go. When I went to L.A. the first time, I wasn't supposed to go. I was. You can't be behind on rent and then going on trips. It looks crazy. And at the same time, I'm ignoring texts. I'm ignoring phone calls. I'm, I'm ducking and dodging and bobbing and weaving. Mind you, we all live in the same house. At some point, I got to see this man. I handled that incorrectly. His life was going on, and he had things going on, and you know, I, my sneaker business was dead. I got sneakers all over the fucking houses. My landlord is complaining. Yo, clean this shit up. Get this shit back or do something. Or, you know, yo, you behind on rent. I'm giving you a roommate. Somebody got to take your office. I had two rooms at one point. I had a work room and I had my bedroom. I lost my work room. 
put a tenant there. Some Mexican nigga named, uh, what's his nigga name? Nigga used to stink too, man. He smelled crazy. He smelled fucking nuts. But anyway, all of that I say to get to this point of this year, November, I was text while I'm at work. You need to have your stuff out by the end of the week. This shit changed everything. It it, it changed. I, I was like, damn, this is rock bottom. This is it. I've hit it. All the depression I went through with going through with shit with my moms. All the shit I was going through with these fucking worthless women in my life at the time. Not helping. Not I'm not opening up to them. I'm not telling them my problems because I don't fucking like them like that. But I need companionship to help take my mind off my reality. So at the time, you know, earlier in this year, I was using women for mental gain. And I was using women to help me get through my bullshit. And I was exuding terrible behavior on them because I was fucked up. My mental was not right. And I'm being honest right now. This is the end of the year show, so I'm just letting it all out. Um. But, you know, at the time that I was uh, asked to leave, things were bad in the apartment, in the place. My bathtub was not working properly. Um, my room would flood constantly every time it would rain hard. And I was like, I'm not giving you no money if this is what I'm living like. I'm telling you these things and you're not doing anything. So I'm withholding money. I went to L.A. in October. I seen her the night before I left. I didn't tell him I was going to L.A., but he knew. He found out from whoever he found out from. That's fine. And um, I get a text while I'm in L.A. Did you leave any money for me? Now, when I received this text, I remember it vividly because every time I got this text, my anxiety would go off. I'm on a balcony in California smoking weed, listening to music, mind clear, and that text comes, and it fucked up my whole vibe. I refused to entertain that text because I was like, I'll deal with it when I get back. I'll handle all this shit when I get back. I'm here for the next three days. This is what I'm on. That was a mistake on my behalf. But I do not think that was a mistake because that needed to happen. Everything in life happens for a reason. Me and being in that situation, me going through that, and me being like asked to leave a place I was in for seven years had to happen for me. It had to happen. I was too content and too comfortable where I was. I was abusing people's kindness and it was time to, to go. It was time. I, it was time to go. As soon as I left, everything started to happen for me. I found my girl, got a new job. My family, me and my father got very closer, even though he choked me over to all of it. I never was deeper than his other shit. <laughs> um, me and my brother, we, my brother always, he always gonna be good, but. Me and my brother, I see my brother every day now. So that wasn't the thing that was happening often, even though he was right there. I get to see my brother now every day, and I get to, you know, have somebody around me that's real. You know what I'm saying? My brother don't sugarcoat nothing. Um, He keep it a stack with me, even if I don't want to hear it, and I love him for that. So salute to my brother, Marcus. And one nigga going to make me upset. <laughs> I say it all the time. Only two people get me tight in this world, my brother and my mom. They don't play. They sh- My mother will tell me straight up, even if I don't want to hear it. My brother, same exact way. That's how he was raised. And I tell him the same. Um, but um, it made me closer to my family. Um, it opened my eyes to a lot of things that I needed to work on and improve. And um, it also made me calmer. My, my anxiety is gone. I don't get anxious like that no more. Like, it wasn't ever really crazy anyway. 
It was just when the, like, when the shit is serious, like when I hear from him, I know it's about something that I've been avoiding mentally. I've been smoking to escape this. And here comes the text. Here comes that knock on the door. Here comes that phone call. And I could not answer it. But at some point, you got to see this man and you got to tell him the truth. And every time I would see him, I felt disappointed in myself. Like, damn, I don't have no money for this. And I'm telling him I would have such and such amount. And when it didn't happen, it broke you down and breaks me down. Like, like, fuck, I'm worthless. I'm out here. I'm I'm not making anything. Everything in life is bad. I got the podcast going. I'm struggling to pay Yannick every week. I'm, Yannick charged $40 a week. I can't pay him. Shit was fucked up. Now things are good. Things are great now. Like Things are back how they were when I first started the podcast. So now we're in a better place. But um, me and him, he, he reached out to me um this weekend. And I didn't get that anxiety anymore because it's like, I don't have to answer you now. I don't have to tolerate you now. And I, and, I, and my other boy, you know, my partner is like, well, you can't really blame him for what he was doing. Because he was, you you was the one wrong. And I'm like, I know that. And I, I own it. But at this point, if like, if we were really friends, if I, if I was in his position, I wouldn't have did that. I wouldn't have made me leave. I'd have tried to understand better, opposed to reacting. But everybody's not the same, and I don't expect everybody to be the same. So I don't hold any grudges against him. I just don't care to communicate anymore. Like, at this point, what's done is done. I'm gone. We're not as close as we were before because you had animosity towards me over money. But I never cost you a dime. I never ran up bills in your home. I never disrespected it. I never, you know, nothing, nothing. But, um... If we were friends, you got to, you know, be a friend. Financially, you weren't struggling because of me. I wasn't fucking your money up. I wasn't, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah, I'm one person. And I'm not even being petty and saying other shit, but you got this person here. And this person. Nah, I was wrong, dead wrong. But at the same time, I felt like, I don't know, man. It's just like, I wouldn't have done that to him. So, if I wouldn't have did that to you and you did it to me, why should I fuck with you? But that's me. And I might be wrong. I might be dead wrong. But that's what makes me comfortable to do. So I'm, I don't care to speak to that person going forward. I don't care to be in your presence. I don't care to be around you. I don't care. I feel like it would be all fake because I don't mean any of the actions that I'm displaying to you. Um, we don't need no longer need to speak. We don't need, no longer need to be friends. And, and, and there's no bad blood. I don't wish any harm. I wish you all the best. But for me, I can't, nah. So there's two examples. I just gave niggas my whole life. I hope y'all enjoyed that because it's all out there. This is my therapy. I just come here and talk and let the people have and if they, I don't care about judgment. I don't care what people think. I only care about what the people around me think. People I love, people that's close to me. And those people already know all this. So there's nothing to hide. I'm not telling on myself. I'm not exposing myself. People listen to the show. I love y'all. So I'm going to be real with y'all. This is why y'all fuck with the show because I keep it real. I, I didn't make up nothing. I didn't sugarcoat nothing. I didn't hide anything. I keep it on it. Um, now, off of that, that was like super sad. Hold on. 
Hold on, let me let me change the vibe a little bit. See if we can change the vibe. That was super sad and depressing. Let's run to the playlist and see what we got here to change the vibe. Let's change the vibe. Change the vibe, make it positive in here now. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, shit, no. Maybe this one is a little better vibe. I pressed that by accident. Happy vibe, happy vibe. Happy, happy, happy. Now, the next topic I want to get to is um, quick relationship advice. Me and I made one now. Ha <laughs> ha Are you done? Yeah, bitch. All right, so, quick little relationship tip. Um, Me and that now, and I am, am, I am involved with a beautiful young lady. Um, salute to her again. Um, I approach this relationship much different than anyone I ever have been in. And I'm being, in this relationship, I'm being 100% open and honest with everything. I'm not hiding shit. I'm not holding back what I feel. I'm saying everything I feel and everything I want to say, I'm saying to it. I'm expressing myself to her. And it is being reciprocated. And it's a good feeling. But um, all the games and shit, all the playing, all the playing tough, all the being cool is out the window. Be 100 with your partner. Don't hide shit. If there's something that they need to know, let them know. You never want your woman or your man to find out some shit that you could have told them. I have nothing to hide. Everything I have to hide is in the open. So, from that perspective, you everything is good. Everything is great. And I want couples to communicate more. Like, you got to talk to your girl. Like, when you're going through some shit... Talk to her. Like the other day, I, I, yo, I swear to God, she's the best for this. The other day I'm at work and I'm going through it. I'm at a site. I don't really have much direction. Even niggas just threw me in the floor and said, here you go, handle it. Bye. I'm like, what the fuck? Mind you, it's Friday before the holiday. It's my third site of the day. I usually off at 11. I'm at this site at 12 o'clock. I'm going to get over till 2. I'm tired. I'm aggy. So I text her and I say, listen, because I know me. When I'm in a mood, like a bad mood, I'll lash out, and that's not even, it's not fair. It's not fair to have an attitude with somebody that didn't create it. So I told her, I'm Aggie, and I'm not in a, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking upset right now. And she says, talk to me, tell me what's wrong. Oh, my God. Now, you, and, and I'm like, her response calmed me down, because it's like, okay, I'm going to tell her why. And she's going to talk me down off this ledge because I'm upset. So she's talking me down. Listen, you got two hours. Just do what you can and just get out of there. You off till Wednesday after this. Just do what you can. Calm down. You got, you just, you know, relax. I was like, okay, she's right. She's right. So I'm going to calm down. I'm going to get it done. So what I did, put my headphones on, put on some music, and I just did what I could do. Got it done. Got out of there and went shopping. Had a great time shopping. Got me some nice shit. Oh, yeah. I got some nice shit. I love that. And um, because I was open and honest with her and because she's so understanding, it made things okay. I didn't have to give her attitude. I didn't have to start. An, 
a, a fucking dumbass argument because I felt a way about work. I didn't lash out on her. And she was understanding enough to say, talk to me. Tell me what's wrong. I'm here. And men and women, y'all have to do that for each other. You got to be willing to be, like when they say on Instagram, be his peace, be her peace. Seriously, be that shit because it helps. I was in a bad fucking mood until she said that. But she's, I can't, I never forget it. Talk to me, tell me what's wrong. Man. It changed everything. It changed my whole day around. And it's like, the fact that she, that's how I know she's like, man. Can't explain it, man. You just, sometimes when you know, you know. And my grandmother told me a couple years ago, she's coming. You're not going to know when. And you're not going to know who. But when she comes, you're going to know. I'm like, damn, grandma. And she said that out of nowhere. I was like, what the fuck, grandma, are you talking about? She's like, don't worry. It's coming. So, salute to grandma for that. Salute to my girl for that. And, um, man, my relationship to you, my advice to y'all is to communicate more. And um, help each other with, with everything. Like, be her peace, be his peace. So, off of that now, we gonna wrap the show. I gave you niggas 77 minutes. And I believe my lady on her way to get me, so. We, um, we gonna wrap this up quickly. I want to play a song off the Dreams album. I said it was, I was going to play for y'all. I know most of y'all didn't get through all of this yet, but um, this is a jam. This is the Dream. This is called Forever.
Forever off his new triple mixtape, um, sex tape volume one, two, and three. Um, next week you will not be here, so my engineer will be out of town. He's going to something, so I will not have an episode for the first week of the new year. No, um, the following week, which would be you guys a date, so you can remember this. Yeah, so January 1st was New Year's Day. There will be no episode on January 2nd. Um, there will be episode on the 9th. So January 9th is the next episode. I know. I know. It'll seem like a long time, but it's really not. It's just a week. You guys will be fine. Joe Budden will still put out content. Rap Radar will keep dropping interviews and all that other shit. Um, yeah, this is it for the year, man. It was, uh, this year was, this year was fucking rough. 2018 could get in the tub. This year was very difficult for me, but it's very, it ended, ended great. It ended great. I persevered and it's possible. Everybody can do it. Everybody can get through the storms. Um, if I could do it, you could do it too. Um, stay positive, take the good with the bad and try to keep the good. Good. Don't let negativity around your good. Um, if anybody's bringing you any kind of negativity, box them out. Don't let them in. Keep them away from your peace, please. I don't care who it is. I don't care who it is. If they're career, if they're listen to another thing, you can give up on people. It's okay to let people go. I know it's hard. I know you love them, and I know you want the best for them, and I know you want to see them doing well. But if they're not, if they're bringing you down, you got to get rid of them. Ladies, if you got an ex that you're trying to work shit out with, and it's just not happening, it's not happening, homegirl. Leave that nigga alone and move the fuck on for yourself. You got to be about yourself out here. Because niggas don't care. Women don't care either. So fellas too, if y'all chasing the ex and um That was stupid. Why did you say that to me? Um, yeah, um Yeah, let that shit go, man. Move the fuck on. Move on and um protect your peace. By any means. Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, all of that shit. Um uh, hope y'all got all y'all wanted for Christmas. Uh, hope you have a Merry Christmas. And, uh, New Year's resolution. Try to stick to them. I'm going to stick to mine. 
Because mine are more mental than physical. I'm not going to the gym. I don't go to the gym. So what the fuck am I going to make that resolution for? Niggas that ain't going to the gym ever want to say, I'm going to the gym. Listen, cut it out. Eat. The fuck? Who cares? Who gives a fuck? Um, if, you, if you're on crack, then stop that. But other than that, live your life. <laughs> Word of mother. Straight up! Um, Alright, so um, I'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Love you guys. Peace. Wrap.